Hey guys, welcome along to Skim Me Up Body. I am your host, Rodney Stewart. We're going to get into a little bit of Star Trek in this episode. Uh, a quick run over of the shows and the movies. And, uh, you know, just a little bit in the, the history of what has come and what we've got right now. And where I fall at between... What I enjoy more, old Star Trek or new Star Trek. Now, while I've been researching a lot of stuff online for Star Trek, I've come across a few things that I hadn't heard of before. Now, we all know the the real mainstream stuff, like Star Trek, the original series. We all know that, of course. Uh, the Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Voyager... Uh, Enterprise, and you know, for me, that was the main things. Of course, there's the animated series as well that took place shortly after the original series. And uh, while I was online looking up different things, I came across Star Trek short tracks from 2018 TV series of 10 episodes. Uh, Anson Mount, Ethan Peck, uh, obviously. A kind of a testing ground for the new Star Trek uh, Anson Mount series. What's it? Strange New Worlds. It's going to be called. And one that I had never heard of before from two. According to IMDb, it ran from 2013 to 2017. 11 episodes. Of Star Trek continues. And. Oh, gosh. I'm not even going to attempt to say some of these names of the cast. Vic Mignogna. Todd Habercorn. Uh, basically it was, from what I've seen, I watched the better part of an episode one. It was late on one evening. And I had to get up at stupid o'clock in the morning for work. And I came across this. One of these episodes on YouTube of... Star Trek continues and it's basically a different cast on the original series Enterprise and it was done in the same style as the original show so you know I, I'm coming across stuff here like pretty much a lifelong fan of Star Trek but in saying that there is quite a few things that I haven't delved into as deeply as it was like as I would like sorry and that's the point of this podcast too is to really really delve deep into star trek so that's the the old shows and whatnot and of course we get into the new generation of tv shows at the moment of course with star trek discovery and uh star trek picard and lord x now i don't want to hit on the new Star Trek stuff. I really don't like it. I'm, I'm enjoying the shows. I thought Discovery Season 1 was pretty strong. Although it got a bit of a backlash. Because of the the amount of changes that were made to existing property on there. Like the, the Klingons not looking. The Klingons and uh, people were... Not really content with some of the designs of the ships on it. 
that didn't annoy me so badly because I was looking forward to seeing some new Star Trek and it's been a long, long time since we got something from Star Trek and I was willing to give anything a chance and I do believe that when they is it CBS done new ones when they pretty much like the rights to Star Trek were transferred over to them they were forced to make a certain percentage of changes within the show to be allowed to actually make the show now for me those little changes as far as and you know you're talking Klingons are a big big part of Star Trek looking so different I can forgive that because of what we got at the end of the last episode of season 1 which was when and we were all waiting for it the show was set what 10 years I believe before the original series was meant to take place so of course you're thinking to yourself and anybody that wasn't thinking this watching the entire series were a little bit out of touch because you're thinking okay it's 10 years before Kirk and has run in the original series so of course the Enterprise is out there somewhere been captained by Captain Pike and of course I was waiting the whole way through like there was multiple times throughout season 1 where Enterprise could have turned up and they left it to the very end of the first episode of season 1 and that was just beautiful to see that ship come flying in and stopping nose to nose of Discovery because it is a nice version of the internet I don't think it's as iconic as the Enterprise from the movies, you know, the, the motion picture, the Wrath of Khan. I love that Enterprise, it's probably my favourite out of all of them. But this new Enterprise uh, was a nice mix between the movie Enterprise and the original series Enterprise, and the cells were very original series looking. The rest of the ship was very much motion picture Raph of Khan Enterprise and I thought that was just beautiful season 2 was a smash with me, I really enjoyed season 2 of Discovery and uh, season 3 mm, the wheels kind of fell off season 3 for me we'll get into that in more detail later on in the run of the podcast so uh, Star Trek Picard I enjoyed that, but the unfortunate thing for that series was that was following up from Star Trek Nemesis. They had a tie-up, kind of like the loose ends from where that movie ended off. And of course, as we all know, that movie pretty much ended the run of movies at that point. And uh, yes, what I found about Star Trek Picard was that the content that it covered please excuse the noise outside the studio the amount of stuff that they covered in that series I felt was very very much stretched out and I do have in a way a similar complaint to Discovery and uh, you know I'm thinking I think a big part of it was there was no captain's log in there you know Picard 
you'd have thought it would be a character that would keep like a personal log and whatnot as well. And classic Star Trek, uh, the original series, uh, Next Generation Voyager DS9. Uh, we had the Captain's Log, which was a, a very good thing for, you know, covering a bit of territory within a storyline. You know, they wanted to jump to something later on, and there's a big piece of story. They could put it under like a Captain's Log, which actually ended up putting more into an episode than what you can do without the captain's log sort of thing so I thought a lot of the stuff in those series could have been compressed into like logs here and there but uh, yes I think Picard in particular if it was done in the style of classic Star Trek uh, you know generation next generation and whatnot. I feel like it could have been that entire series could have been like a four-parter for like in the the old school storytelling of the original shows. Um, <laughs> Star Trek lore decks. <clears throat> now, I'm going to give this show a fair chance. I really am. But here in the UK, we've only recently got it, and. Uh, I've been trying to find a little bit of time to sit down and kind of, you know, if I'm going to give it a chance, I want to sit down and I want to try and binge it over a weekend. But I do have to say the the style of humour that's in that show up to this point, and I don't want to write the series off completely, because, you know, it is Star Trek, it's new Star Trek, it's, it's something new and uh, you know in all fairness I watched the opening few scenes of it and then you get the, the opening titles of the the episode but again this was one night where I had to get up at stupid o'clock for work and I kind of just you know I'll, I'll give us a little blast here for a few minutes to see what it's like and the style of humour on it, for me, is in that opening part where the characters, it opens up with, and, and forgive me, no character names at this point, because literally it was just a watch this opening thing, opening credits, and uh, you know he's doing the captain's log, and you think it is the captain, but you find out it's this lower ranked ensign, and his friend jumps in and starts making fun of him for oh you're making a captain's log sort of a thing and for me that joke let after that there it led on to like another joke she's got this like trolley full of gear and whatnot and the humor coming from her making fun of him coming out and showing this stuff and she pulls out uh a Klingon weapon and starts messing about and you know it's a similar criticism to what I had to 2016 Ghostbusters it was like they crack a joke but they go about seven beats too long with the joke and for me by the time that first piece of I'm going to say new comedy because it's just it's it's 
something that just misses the mark of me a lot of times. And uh, it's not that I don't get the joke, but I'm just thinking, okay, you're tearing the ass out of it now. Like, you made the joke, you got the laugh, 25 to 30 seconds later, you're still hanging on to that joke, trying to get a few more beats from it. And uh, for me, before the opening credits rolled on Lower Decks, I was kind of, you know, was, I'd failed the social media test. I had lifted the phone and I was checking out the Twitter feed. But uh, again, I don't want to write the show off. I didn't, that's not a fair that's not fair of me to say that of the show so far but the the humour at that stage just missed the mark completely it was just like oh this is going to be a rough one but uh and saying that where do I fall at on new Star Trek and old Star Trek which is better for me I'm enjoying Bar Lower Decks at this point I'm, in, I'm enjoying all of it I love the original series. Uh, of course, that was before my time. But I was only a kid when The Next Generation came out. I was barely nine, ten years old when the first episode of Next Generation came out. And uh, the only show that I haven't really got on, gotten onto, just because of where I was at in my life when it was airing, was DS9 and uh, you know according to all reports Deep Space Nine is probably one of the most iconic shows from the history of Star Trek so it's not that I haven't seen any of DS9 but not enough to actually give it a fair review uh, I'm a huge huge fan of Voyager that show for me I, I like the feel of Voyager, I have to say. Uh, so, between between Next Generation and Voyager, they're probably my two favourite shows at this point. And uh, Enterprise was another one where, where I was at in my life. Didn't allow for to keep up with the show when it was originally on television. Uh... At that point, I was married, keeping, you know, working, keeping the mortgage, roof over the head, food on the table sort of a thing. And just with the, the work schedule I had at that time, and, and the way it was broadcast in the UK, just a lot of the first run I missed, simply because I just wasn't home in time to see it. But since then, of course, streaming and whatnot, got caught up on that and absolutely... Uh, love Enterprise now as well but uh, a slightly different feel of course that's what they were going for in that series but you know for me the classic stuff is far far better because I just feel that the stories and the stuff that they covered on those shows they just they did a lot more than what these newer shows are doing again it feels to me, particularly in Star Trek Picard, that they had a four-episode story that they stretched out as far as they could get over 
and by the time you were getting to the point of some of the shows you were just losing not all interest it kept me interested don't get me wrong but you know you're just thinking classic Star Trek would have covered this much quicker um, so I'm really really looking forward to Star Trek Strange New Worlds I think Captain Pike and season 2 of Discovery was a bigger hit than what the producers were actually thinking that he was going to be and uh, it took me a little while to warm up to the new Spock but uh, you know it's it's a new generation and uh, if you go back to the older shows like Star Trek The Next Generation of course the internet wasn't out by then but if, if you look at some of the reports and reviews that came out in that show at the, the very beginning they were criticising The Next Generation in the same way that they're criticising Discovery and Picard and all these newer shows nobody believed The Next Generation would have worked at the very beginning uh, pretty much the same with Enterprise I think a lot of people wrote Enterprise off completely at the start didn't give it a fair chance but uh, again the criticisms we're seeing nowadays for the new stuff is exactly the same as the criticism we were seeing back in the day for Next Generation DS9 and Voyager and uh Every time a new show comes out, there's always a fan base of the previous shows that are kind of, you know, they don't want to cheat in their lover sort of a thing. But, you know, all Star Trek is good Star Trek. And even though I am more old school than the newer stuff now, I genuinely believe that, you know, new Star Trek can only do good for old Star Trek there's a, a friend of mine who was never never a Trekkie, this is literally was a post on Facebook about two weeks ago and he had posted that and admitted himself I've never been a Trekkie but I've just started watching Star Trek Discovery on Netflix and I'm binge watching it, I absolutely love it sort of thing that's not word for word but it's pretty much the gist of what he was saying and I'm thinking to myself gosh you are in for such a treat if after Star Trek Discovery you go back and start binge watching Star Trek from the very beginning the original series, the next generation DS9, Voyager you know, it's just for me the older stuff was so much better than the newer stuff at this point. I'm holding high hopes for Strange New Worlds, but uh, depends how they they work with that. It's you know it's it's very much classic Star Trek. If you're going to be using Pike and the Enterprise and the that crew, um, interested to see where it goes. But as as far as I'm concerned, there is not a bad Star Trek show and I definitely want to try and keep that frame of mind 
going on the lower decks. Um, I have actually read and watched a few reviews online about the show. And it seems for a lot of people that it hasn't hit the mark for them either. But uh, if I can get past those, that sort of humour, it's... I don't know. It's just that 2016 Ghostbusters again. Perfect example. Uh, in that movie, there's a part with the the Ghostbusters, you know, the female cast Ghostbusters, are going through like a storm, and there's these mannequin heads, and we come across, and of course it's one of the girls, you know, hiding in the racks with a, a wig on, and the other Ghostbuster sees her, jumps, scare, jump scare, funny. Uh, that was the girl playing a prank on her. So she scares her, joke done, we got the laugh, and then she goes into this whole thing about, was it the wig? Was the wig far too much? Sort of thing. So that's what I mean by the humour been pressed too far. You know, for me, that joke would have landed a lot better and a lot funnier if it was a bit more subtle than that. They do the jump scare, she gives her a wink or something like that there, and we move on. So... There was a lot of that I found in the 2016 Ghostbusters and that is my fear for Star Trek Lower Decks in particular, you know, oh gosh, please, if you're going to do a comedy, cartoon comedy of Star Trek on a starship, crack the jokes and move on, it just uh, uh, worries me slightly. But again, that's going to be Lower Decks. Is going to be someone's introduction to the universe of Star Trek. And that can only be a good thing. Because, again, like this guy, his first introduction, Star Trek Discovery. That show, as much as I have enjoyed it, is not... It's nothing compared to the older stuff. And uh, it'll be interesting to see where it goes. Um... What else have we got here? Yes, there's a few worries have surfaced online for Discovery. At the end of season three, they closed it out in a very, you know, this is the final episode, sort of a note. And I know everything has gone on on the planet now with COVID-19 and whatnot. Everything's up in there. We don't know what's happening. But I have read somewhere that... Uh, Netflix was a huge investor in the show and they signed uh, a free season deal with them and they weren't 100% happy with the first season of Discovery and because they were in the free season deal uh, they were kind of and this could be hearsay but supposed to be they were in and out of court trying to get out of their contract with the company that creates Discovery and when Discovery was due to come out on the lead up to release to it there was rumours of a heck of a lot of reshoots and what we think happened there was you know throughout season 1 and 2 of Discovery you had little pieces of story that were foreshadowing something that was you know, to come later down the line. 
So you'd be getting in season one, you'd be getting a few things here that would pay off in season two. So of course, when they were filming season three, they might have been doing that. They might have been putting in little story arcs and whatnot to point to something that was going to happen in season four. And what a lot of people believe happened in those reshoots was they brought the cast back and took out the stuff that was foreshadowing season four and uh, reshot a lot of stuff to, you know, close up the gaps and uh, make the season more self-contained. <clears throat> now, just because that happens doesn't mean there's not going to be a season four. Apparently, at this point, they have said that season four is going to be happening. But in all fairness, I've heard that a lot over the years. There's a lot of shows have promised that there, something is going to happen and then something happens and an investor pulls out and uh, it ends up, it never happens. So, curious to see what happens with this and how far it's going to get and whatnot. But I think that's going to do it for this episode. Uh Forgive me if I repeat it myself quite a bit there. I tend to do that from time to time. But I don't want to be like reading off scripts on these podcasts. I want this to be like a, you know, just turn it on. Get something to talk about and just go to town on it and see where we go with that. So please bear with me. Uh, relatively new to the audio podcast format and uh, yes I'm just trying to break myself in and get used to audio only I've got no problem whatsoever been on YouTube vlogging on my camera I can talk shit for hours doing that but just to do basic audio a little bit uh, too self aware too in my own head so uh, forgive me I'll try and get myself out of that there so Guys, I hope that you enjoyed this episode of Scheme Me Up Body, and I will see you in the next episode. This has been a production of Coins Edge Media. Check out my social media links in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening.